Hey everybody, my name is Chris McDaniel, the lead pastor here at Trinity, and thanks for joining us for our podcast um, series. We've been doing these installments throughout the Lenten season, and I'm really happy to be here near the very end of the Lenten season. In my own personal journey, Lent was not a part of my story, not a part of my rhythms as a Christian, and I suspect that many of you listening to me also maybe did not grow up in a liturgical tradition that observed the season of Lent. I didn't find out about Lent and the treasure of it until I was an adult actually leading this church and uh, found our church moving toward the Anglican tradition. So Lent is this period of preparation, uh, a time of wilderness wandering to prepare us for the beauty and the power of the resurrection of, of Easter. And we as Americans tend to, and Westerners tend to have this compulsion to rush to the happily ever after. And so if you're anything like me, um, right now, sort of midweek before Holy Week, we just want to get it over with. Uh, Many of us have felt that this Lenten season has just been more of the same, more of um, the darkness that we've been feeling, many of us, for for a year. One of our staff members actually shared a, a photo, which was a Zoom screenshot of our entire staff one year ago having a Zoom meeting at the very earliest days of the pandemic. And gosh, when I saw that picture, it just took me back to all the uncertainty and all the fear, frankly. It was a terrifying time, and we're just tired of it. Well, here we are at the end of a Lenten journey. And just a few days from now, we will begin Holy Week with Palm Sunday. And our church has been in the book of Exodus, which I think is just so beautiful, But here, I just want to say a few things about Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem, what we celebrate classically on Palm Sunday in a few weeks, a few days rather. So we know the story probably. If you spent some time in the Christian tradition, Jesus uh, comes down from the Mount of Olives and rides a donkey. It's the only time he's named to have been one who would ride an animal. He's walked everywhere in his ministry life, and yet here at the uh, entry into Jerusalem, he rides a donkey, and there are echoes of King David, of a, a victorious king coming into town riding on a lowly beast, and people begin to sing. They welcome him. They uh, say, Hosanna. There are like prophetic, messianic utterances coming as the crowds follow Jesus. But if Palm Sunday teaches us anything, um, it teaches us that that moment of brightness would be followed by the darkest days in Jesus's life and and in the lives of his friends, the disciples. Jesus would be uh, betrayed. He would be handed over. He would be crucified and laid in the tomb. And so that's where we're headed. And I just want to say to you, if your Lenten journey just feels like it's uh, too much to bear, we're getting close. But I think that it's important for us to not cut it short. I think this is an invitation for you and me to really make the most of the time that's before us. We've got 10 days or so before the beauty of Easter, but let's not rush to Easter. And I would also say to you that if you haven't really been observing uh, the Lenten season, and maybe many of us haven't because we've just thought, I I don't think I could add another bit of drudgery or darkness or fasting. And I just want to say to you, if you haven't participated, I get it. Um, This has been a hard year. And many of us just thought, I don't know if I want to make Lent feel hard, feel difficult. But here's the invitation. Here's the challenge I would put in front of you. Even for those of us who have not observed much of the Lenten season, I want to ask you to prayerfully consider whether or not you would lean toward the spirit of the season during this upcoming Holy Week. 
We are right toward the end, and I would just say God is really good at redeeming time, even if we haven't made the most of the time. I've I've been thinking a lot lately about the thief on the cross. This guy clearly had not redeemed time in his life, and yet in the critical moment, he said yes to Jesus, and Jesus said yes to him. And so I think for many of us, as we are trying to think about our own life with God, our own rhythms with God, uh, there's an invitation for all of us right now to just move toward the cross. Here's one of the gifts, I think, for me when I think about Holy Week. Um, I think Holy Week is ultimately for Christians. It's about um, moving toward God and moving with God even when we are facing remarkable uncertainty. And this time is a time, for better or worse right now, that is still marked by uncertainty, uncertainty regarding um, whether we're going to reopen and how the country is going to reopen, uncertainty around vaccines or not vaccines, what normal is going to look like, whether we're going to get back to normal in the summer or whether it'll be the fall. There's so much uncertainty, so many unanswered questions. But y'all, if we're honest, life is full always full of unanswered questions. And yet Jesus looks at us and he says, would you follow me? And so in a very real way, as I think about my own life, I think about this invitation to follow Jesus, even when he leads me down dark paths. So just today, I was looking out my window in my office here at the church, and I saw our communications department and some vendors uh, putting up pictures, large-scale paintings, adhesive paintings on the building next door to us. If you've visited our church for our outside services, it's the white building that's just adjacent to us on the other side of the parking lot. And we're putting up the Stations of the Cross in our parking lot. And it's our hope that over the next number of days that you'll simply drive through our parking lot, get out, and stand in front of these giant, beautiful visual images that teach us the cross. Because that's what Holy Week is about. It's about Jesus walking down a dark path and us being behind him and maybe pausing because we're hesitant about moving toward darkness. And then he looks back. And he waves at us and he says, come and follow me. See, that's one of the calls of the Christian life. Come and follow me. Jesus looks at us and he says, follow me. And y'all, the gift here is that we don't just follow Jesus when he's walking through fields of green. We don't just follow Jesus when the sun is shining and the wind is at our backs. Um, It's good to follow him during those times. We also follow Jesus when he leads us down dark and uncertain paths. And y'all, this week, Jesus is walking toward the cross. He's walking toward death and betrayal, and he invites us to follow him. And so my prayer for you as we finish this week and move toward Holy Week is that we would say yes to Jesus. So as you look at your life and think about where you are right now, maybe thinking about some of the uh, uncertainties, some of the ambiguity that you're facing, some of the apprehension, maybe you have like the disciples and like the Israelites, maybe you have sort of stopped dead in your tracks and said, Jesus, I don't know if I want to keep following you down this road. I believe now is the time for us to say yes, even when our uh, fear would say no, for us to follow, even when our hesitancy would want us to live in a self-preservation space. Y'all, if I've learned anything as a a follower of Jesus now who has been with him for many years, I've learned that when Jesus says, follow me, he will always provide for us and he will always make a way for us. Jesus wants to make a way for you. Uh, This coming Sunday, we're going to be looking at the passing through the Red Sea. And I just think what an image in Exodus 14 of Jesus 
making a way of God for the Jews back then, but Jesus today, the Holy Spirit, making a way for you to move through things that seem like impossible obstacles. So as we approach Sunday, Palm Sunday, I want to just invite you to reflect on what are the obstacles that you're currently facing? What looks or feels impossible to you? And how might Jesus be asking you to follow him anyway? God bless you. Father, I pray for my friends, and I ask you to sustain us here these last days of the Lenten season. Watch over us. Guard our hearts and our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We'll see you on Palm Sunday or in the parking lot with the Stations of the Cross. God bless.